Hey y'all, you are listening to Social Soundtrack, where we discuss all things related to black music, justice, wellness, and resilience. Music is an everyday part of our shared experience, and this space was created to intentionally pause and reflect over our lives, work, and relationships through music, and to build black communities, resilient black communities. I'm your host, Lysandra Janae. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into this week's episode. I'm back. (laughs) I'm back. All right. Yes. New year, new me, even though we're like halfway through the year and I have a special guest. But yeah, Social Soundtrack is starting up again. I'm rolling solo, but I'm still keeping community with me Um, through these interviews on yeah, black music, resilience, wellness, just um, jumping into our everyday lives. And today's episode is going to be about healing the healers. And I have my special guest here, Mr. Terrence Moore, Pastor Moore. Teacher <laughs> Pastor Moore. What's I'm good? What's say good, that. y'all? My brother um, here. If you could tell the, the listeners a bit about yourself and what you do. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, my sis, Lysandra, she said Terrence Moore. Um, Different from what she said. I'm definitely not a pastor. <laughs> he gonna be one one day. Nah, chill out. The chill ratchet out, pastor. <laughs> you still supposed to be starting those ratchet Bible studies for oh us. Oh my gosh, man, they're not ready. They try Bible ready. studies. Well, it's funny. I mean, so <laughs> from a to say a few sentences, right? I am a Southern transplant. I was raised in Louisiana. Uh, finished high school in Atlanta. Uh, been in D.C. for about four years now. Um, and it's funny one of the things I used to have on my social media bio I used to capture all of that so I used to say following Christ channeling UGK <laughs> and so that gives you an idea of a little bit of like a um, <laughs> something like that so mm-hmm. if you um, yeah depending on if you're one of them Christians that that um, yeah you, you follow the Lord but you cuss a little bit I might relate to you <laughs> to put it one way hey. um, I also I used to have a so to, to go a little bit into uh, who I am, what I do, um, like I said, I've been in D.C. for about four years. Before that, I was in Boston. I went to Harvard, where um, I majored in African-American studies and sociology. My roommates would probably tell you I majored in, like, hip-hop, though, right? So um, <laughs> I'm like this dude that's just deeply rooted in the gospel and standing on that, but also deeply a part of culture, creating and consuming and using culture. Um, so since being in D.C., I would like to say probably like my heart is at the intersection of like Christ, culture, and community. And so everything related to kind of the gospel and doing things, building it towards uh, me being reconciled for the Lord, using mechanisms of culture while being a part of that, whether that's sports where I had a brief time in professional sports as I'm in the front office of a team here in Washington. <laughs> no names. Uh, <laughs> um, our media where I am now working for Atlantic Media, which is the parent company for the Atlantic. Um, and then I've done, I do also do a lot of like race and justice work here with uh, in different faith communities as well. Um, and then your podcast too. Yeah, so I recently launched a podcast called Commuters Communion. Commuters Communion. Commuters Commuters Communion. Commuters Communion. Commuters Commuters Communion. I mean the theme song bump I can't have a podcast for the culture and the theme song don't bump uh, so check it out Think, the Commuters Communion is a devotional uh, or it's a podcast that serves devotional appetizers for the godly on the go 
And so think of it. <laughs> I'm about to try singing the song. Just keep going. <laughs> see, we got to play a snippet of the theme mm-hmm. song or something so y'all can see what we're talking about. But yeah, essentially like these um, really brief audio devotionals um, that were made essentially off the premise of even like the most devout Christians that I know, like practically sometimes it can be a struggle to get that like consistent time with the Lord. And so I made a podcast that, um, I made a podcast that helps turn those little pockets of time into opportunities to commune with Christ through through 12 to 15 minute audio devotionals. I seen one of our trailers, a little bit more if we on CP times. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just my mission is to help everyone stay spiritually fed through their relationship with Christ, even if they gotta go through the drive-through. And so that's my that's my latest uh, venture. I'm super excited about that, and just as I mentioned, one of the opportunities for me to really um, express kind of where my heart is with things. So, yeah. no, no. So kind of with the the theme of like healing the healers, one reason I wanted you to have have you on the um, podcast is kind of talk about like the intersections of both of our work and how um, I think both through your written work as well as the podcast, and then as well as. Um, kind of my podcast and then newer ventures I have going on recently. Um, what does it look like to, for you to be a creative and, you know, just based on what your organization stands for, but to also not only be filling other people spiritually, um, just like with Social Soundtrack, wanting to open a conversation about mental health, um, specifically in the black community through music. Um, what does it look like when you oftentimes kind of have to like preach to, preach, practice what you're preaching to other people and pre- practice and preach that to yourself. Yeah. Um, so kind of like what have been some of the highlights and challenges of, I guess, like starting up your platform um, and like seeking to to guide others through, through wellness and resilience, mm-hmm. but also needing that for yourself. Yeah, for sure. So it's funny, like, I feel like in recent years, as things have kind of ramped up within the activism and social justice world, we've uh, seen increased attention to things like self-care mm-hmm. and increased attention to things such as like, you know, there's cliches out there like, you know, you got you can't feel you can't pour out from an empty cup. Yeah. But sometimes I feel over affirmed. But that's another episode for another day. Over affirmed. Yeah. Huh? Oh, I have to think about that more because I'm not sure I even know. There's like too that. many affirmations. Too many affirmations that like slow you down and stagnate you instead yeah. of like just having you go and do. Yeah. That like, makes sense. I'm, I can't take this many bubble baths. <laughs> I sip this many this much wine. Yeah. Um, but yes, affirm me, please. Yeah. So, so like on that note, it's funny. Like I feel like even before then, one of just like my like core things that I found myself often going back to when talking to creatives and talking to Christians or whatever. Um, and I don't even know how, what time we at in the podcast right now, but of course I, I bring it up scripture like already. So like one of the things, one of my favorite go to things is like this passage in John fifteen, which talks about like basically like you cannot produce fruit apart from abiding in the vine. Mm-hmm. And so like in one sense, sure, part of your purpose and mission for what you're creating as a creative is to produce, but as a Christian, and I feel like this is really just consistent with just what it means to do humanity well mm-hmm. it's like you have to be in a space where you're abiding well for me I know what that means that like ain't nothing happening like ain't nothing happening impactful purposeful whatever apart from like me being stable within Christ but also mm-hmm. like being having just like coming from like a place of wholeness and kind of stability right mm-hmm. and so that's like emotional intelligence that's knowing my margins that's self care mm-hmm. that's like being able to acknowledge and recognize and manage my anxiety like all these different things that characterize like a stable existence Mm -hmm. 
and what that means for me. And so that's like, yeah, as I mentioned, like that spiritual components that has like mental and emotional like components and all these things. And so all that to say, going back to your question, like I think like in terms of what that's looked like for me, there's always been kind of like this at least ideal balance of mental, emotional, social even um, and spiritual that like I'm kind of trying to keep tabs on and have like a stability from before I can even not only have the space to produce stuff, but even like, yeah, even just like be impactful, mm-hmm. whether I was forcing it or not, like be impactful as I'm producing it. So, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of the first thing like I think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. I think even more um, in like recent weeks with just like, okay, what, what does it look like to establish social soundtrack beyond um, just the podcast right now? And also just kind of grappling my own life and like going from okay working full time to now working part time yeah and being like what the what the <laughs> hell am I doing um and then even moving back to DC recently um I think when we started launched the podcast back in November I was, had moved back to Missouri what for like mm-hmm. nine months I was there for a total of 11 months I didn't last long y'all um <laughs> but moving DC back was calling you back yeah, <laughs> I've outgrown Missouri. I'm still country, but I've outgrown Missouri. Um, but moving back to D.C. and even thinking, like, what the hell am I doing? And then, yeah, just the idea to, to start launching this business around um, doing workshops around social soundtrack beyond just the podcast. And so it's like a nervously exciting season. But at the same time, there's like a different level of discipline that needs to be practiced, a different level of action steps that I need to take. But at the same time, I need to be practicing like patience and rest. And while I'm working, I guess, to create workshops around um, the history of black music as it relates to like social justice and social social politics, um, I need to be practicing that as well, Mm -hmm. which is, of course, easier said than done, which is kind of why we're doing this episode. Even today, I was like... I came in. So <laughs> like, it's been a day. I know. Um, I mean, the fact yeah. of the matter is like all those different things ha- are like transitions. Mm-hmm. And like for me, like I've had my own transitions as well. Like I started a new job recently. I'm recently married. I've like we're in a new com- like yeah, we're in a so new cute. neighborhood. <laughs> so cute. Shout, shout out to Stephanie. Shout out to Stephanie, my <laughs> bae. Um, the wifey. Like, but, and like all these transitions are blessings, but like all of them also like require energy and it can mm-hmm. be energy, like they require energy and they're good things, but that also takes away from like your margins to be able to adjust well and like exist well and do all these things. And so, yeah, yeah. just like the topic of like transitions and like how that contributes to like mm-hmm. wellness and resilience and yeah. like yeah, I think what you can do. Part of it too um, is just, at least for me through this whole process is being honest about the process. Like I think a lot of times you see entrepreneurs and they're just like, yeah, living my best life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, y'all is struck. Like I'm so ready to quit both of my part-time jobs. <laughs> if y'all listening to this part-time folks, you are my nerves and I'm ready to do my own thing. It just, I'm being honest, um, but ready to quit like both of those and just work full time for myself and not really enjoying the process and being honest about the process. Like it's not linear. Um, there's mm-hmm. actually a writer an educator that I've, I've been following her work for like four years or so Hold and on. just earlier her name's Erica Buddington oh okay um, she's based in Brooklyn and she has an organization called Langston League and they do like culturally um, consider like education curriculum stuff 
I'm not explaining it well. But look her up. She's yeah, dope. And she used to be a writer. Y'all yeah, know Lissandra got the most extensive reading list. I, I learned like about 50 11 authors every time I speak to look, Lissandra. <laughs> look her up. Her her writing is under River Flows. R-I-V-A-F-L-O-W-Z. Yeah. But she posted something earlier this week because um, I've been following her for a while and just like even updating and saying like, oh, I started this entrepreneurship journey like three years ago. And I'm like, dang, has it been that long? Mm-hmm. And she's just now getting to a point where she's starting to really see the fruit of it. And then I'm looking back like, oh, it's been two weeks yesterday mm-hmm. that I've been working um, no longer about that nine to five life and can still get a little frustrated like, oh, things were supposed to be happening yesterday. And so um, it's exciting what we're like getting into but at the same time it can be really nerve-wracking but I think it's important to just be honest that okay it's nerve-wracking too Mm -hmm. so kind of moving into what is the I guess your process for refilling um yourself so you can continue to pour out yeah I think for me it's funny like I mean in the social media age everybody got a brand everybody got a product um it can be discouraging sometimes I feel like (laughs) and so like on that note like when I think about like my brand a lot of what I developed um by the way my brand is rhythm and, I'm found at rhythm and redemption on social media on Instagram and really what that's about is about a lifestyle of fullness through being prayerful through being purposeful and through being practical and I feel like just regardless of where you at on the spectrum like if you're able to reach some level of depth on on a balance of like those three things you'll be able to feel a sense of fullness mm-hmm. um and that wasn't like something i thought of that was like catchy like oh that's what i should represent like that came from like me thinking about like my life and what gives me the most like balance and like fulfillment and so when it goes to like just the topic of yeah what does that look like that process i think like i have to have really like really good metrics on like how am i doing on all three of those things like how am i how am I connecting like with God prayerfully? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. just through talking with him, like being connected and like in his word, like through prayer, like being led by his spirit. Like if I don't got That's none right. of that, like, and this is funny, I, I describe myself as an ambivert because like if I am out with people as an extrovert, like too long, but it's not purposeful connection, I'm gonna feel drained. Or if I'm like out as an, like if I'm just by myself as an introvert and I'm just like pandering or not doing anything with intent, then it's also going to be draining. Mm-hmm. And so, like, everything just kind of has to have purpose and, like, in terms of, like, it's connectivity with the Lord who's, like, my source in terms of its purpose. Like, is it aligning with what my direction and just, like, purpose and shape is? And, like, mm-hmm. am I actually doing stuff? Like, am I being practical? Mm-hmm. Am I making moves? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I think uh, it's important to recognize, too, like, even in this space, like, work doesn't work around wellness still doesn't equal you practicing wellness. Mm-hmm. And so planning mm-hmm. around wellness isn't the same thing as practicing. Like I can be working on a workshop, which I am called Soul Care Saturdays and Soul Care Sundays. Um, we're just encouraging folks to yeah think about um, black music, but also using music as a tool to practice individual wellness so you can better um, pour into your community. And so we need deep community in order to see real social change happen. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what those workshops are about. But even with like planning those workshops doesn't negate like I need my time with the Lord. Like I need mm-hmm. to be <laughs> spending right. so much time in my Bible and, and even implementing scripture into those workshops is not it's not always the same as like okay this is my quiet time with God and so yeah it seems weird um you think that planning around resilience just means that you're you're naturally you're like effortlessly going to practice it but yeah I'm learning like you can get tired and and 
exhausted even doing what you love. Right. It's just yeah. weird. It's a good it's a good I think lesson for me to start grasping right now before I get too deep into yeah. like, oh, all right, I'm just gonna work for myself and I'm gonna right. be happy all the time. It's like, no. This I is- mean, I feel like entrepreneurship and being like creativity has been like romanticized. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. like it's been romanticized to the sense of like there's this well, saying, there's that saying of, you know, find what you love and you'll never work again a day in your life. And that, that's just not true. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> do what you love, love what you do. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying no, like, mm-hmm. no, it's, it's no. going to require, it's going to require work. Like, yeah. even if you love it, like it requires discipline. It may not feel like a nine to five mm-hmm. when you like in a corporate office and have to report to like a manager and VP. It almost feels worse. I was telling some friends, um, I think it was last week, I was saying I'm CEO. I mean, from, from, Working for somebody else's organization is different, but now it's like I'm CEO, I'm COO, I'm CFO, I'm program director, <sighs> education director, communications director, and the intern. You like, this on your LinkedIn. <laughs> right? I'm like, that's where you are uh-huh. really with entrepreneurs. So it is that much more of like you have to build the foundation, um, but you also have to be rooted in who you are and whose you are in mm-hmm. order to even start building so that I can eventually pass communications and marketing off to somebody right. else. Prayerfully, y'all pray for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's still like, it, it's not easier just because you're not working for somebody yeah. else and you do get to, I mean, it's easier in terms of like casting the vision mm-hmm. and um, I think like planning where you want to go, but it's not easier in terms of like people, an organization of 10 folks, it's, I mean, it's 10 hands and 10 minds on deck. Mm -hmm. But when you're starting by yourself, it's like, I mean, you got community. Yeah. (laughs) Work-wise. And I I think you said something really important we don't want to gloss by, right? Like, Mm -hmm. the importance of building foundations. And uh, Mm -hmm. I think that applies both professionally as well as, like, internally. And so, like, one thing I always tell my friends, especially, like, being in D.C., where, like, everybody's moving so fast and you got so many dynamic people Mm -hmm. who are 30 under 30 and 40 Mm -hmm. under 40 and, like... What am I doing? (laughs) I'm going to be 29 this year. (laughs) (laughs) You got, like, all of that. But what I tell them is, like, like, you don't know what's on the other side. Like, you don't know, Mm -hmm. like, where their, like, integrity is and, like, where their actual, like, security is. And, like, Mm -hmm. you don't know, like, the different things that, like... And obviously, I'm not wishing nobody's downfall, but like you don't know the different things that might come back to bite them in five years or whatever like that. And so, like, I hate to say trust the process, Mm -hmm. but in a way, like you do have to trust that like it's a holistic work. So like you need just as you need the foundations and the skill sets to be able to like do these things and eventually pass it off to somebody else one day. Mm -hmm. You also need the foundations as a person to be groomed and like developed and 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 sanctified, as as we say in the church, like all these different things that makes you more whole, right? Like so, talking Mm -hmm. about wellness, like Mm -hmm. that foundation work internally is is so important. Yeah. And I think that's important to um, add to, even when I'm thinking back on um, kind of reflecting on where exactly, I can't really pinpoint where social soundtrack started. Like I can think of like, oh, when I was, you know, I grew up heavily involved with music Mm -hmm. just as a kid or um, even at 16, wanted to start some sort of organization that raised awareness about social justice issues. Cause I was like that dope sixteen year old. No, <laughs> but um, <laughs> right. Um, and also at the same time, like wanting to start a fine and performing arts school. Like in some way, my sixteen year old mind wanted to combine music and social justice. And I'm finally getting to a place where it's like, okay, it could look like this. But that, I mean, even thinking about that, it's been math twelve years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes time. It takes so much time, but you gotta trust the process. Philippians one six is my go to. Oh, what's that? 
Philippians 1 6 is being certain that he who began a good work in you will com- carry it on to completion till the day of Christ Jesus. So, all right, memory verse. If this, right, <laughs> we quote all of Philippians all day. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like if this is really something that um, like a purpose that God has set me on, like he's going to carry it to to completion. Like I don't have Mm -hmm. to expect um, like I was telling my roommate a a few weeks ago, expecting that, okay, I stop working nine to five on Tuesday. I'm going to have all the clients on Friday Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm just going to be chilling (laughs) on Saturday. And it's like, "Mm, no, it's it's just not realistic. It's just not realistic. and so, yeah, I think it's really important to just trust the process. Mm-hmm. So I would say with that process um, and just going into, again, social soundtrack, the soundtrack of our lives. <laughs> that sounded deep the first time I said it. And now when I say it, I'm just like, mm, that Which was part? the soundtrack, to the our soundtrack lives, of our lives. <laughs> it's not like a soap oh, opera. Oh, the fabric of our lives. It does sound oh, like a soap, soap opera. Mm, okay. The fabric of our lives. Oh, is that one? Yeah, that's the cotton one. <laughs> Can we say that on here? Probably Will we get not. sued? Well, maybe it's free advertising for them. It is. I right, cut us a I check. Guess. I mean, cut us some <laughs> reparations. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it is cotton. <laughs> Social soundtrack blackness. Yes, reparations are biblical. That is another episode for another day. We need songs for that. Uh-huh. Um, what is on your playlist right now in light of our conversation with healing the healers, trust in the process? What are you? What are your go tos at the moment? And just so for any new listeners or um, current listeners that we have, remember you can follow Social Soundtrack playlist on Spotify. It's just social Social Soundtrack. So what are you listening to? Yeah, um, yo, I feel like I felt like up until recently, 2019, it felt like a wash with albums. Mm-hmm. Like I was trying to figure out like, oh, what's been the best albums of 2019? I think I tweeted something about like mm-hmm. how like- It's all black women. Black, I think besides Anderson Pax Venture, like yeah, all was, all the dope albums have come Nate from black Dog? women. Nate Dog got me yeah. in my feelings. I was like, how'd you get Nate Dog on the track? <laughs> Yeah, come he went in. Now. This whole that whole album, that whole album is is dope. But like, so mm-hmm. black women have come through to save 2019, at least the first half with they music. Just keep saving folks. You know what I'm saying? They do. Um, it's, need to it's, cut us a check. They need. I want Beyonce's check. <laughs> <laughs> I black Beyonce is not just homecoming. All black women are homecoming. <laughs> Black one, black. Well, Beyonce was making so many boss moves. I was reading something about like how she negotiated her Coachella stuff. To like, she was like, "Oh, y'all could give me this eight million, or you can give me the rights to like the films, or and that's what mm-hmm. she sold to Netflix to make mm-hmm. like thirty instead of her eight million. And just flip it. You know what I'm saying? Like boss moves. And then somebody was in the comments was like, "Oh, well, of course, like she's married to Jay Z." And they was like, "Actually, Why? Why first she, of all, <laughs> she been she doing this. Elevated Jay Z, quite right. frankly. And she Let's go back. She to did his... not need Jay Z to mm-hmm. elevate her. Y'all better listen to Upgrade You B Day you know? track number four. You know. So <laughs> anyway, like going back to it, like. Because Beyonce could be a whole like we could talk about Look. homecoming. So they gonna kick us out before we finish talking about homecoming. But like Beyonce's album, Jamila Woods, mm-hmm. Ari mm-hmm. Lennox, of course, mm-hmm. Tank and the Bangers, Lizzo, new like, apartment, huh? New apartment, yo, uh, it's like that light bill, but yo, that's real. So many I, joints by black women that came through. So before they had come through, to, came through to save the day. Some stuff I was listening to. It was a combination of like older stuff and newer stuff. Mm. Um, for me, I feel like this. It followed along the theme of like home. What made me feel home in terms mm-hmm. of like a geographic space, and then also what made me feel home in terms of at peace within myself. Okay. And so like it's a combination of like Christian music and, and and like 
non or secular music, whatever you want to say, whatever the term is. Like so, big crit of course for me, country. Hey, <laughs> uh, that big crit of course for me. He came out with a new EP that's been giving me energy based mm-hmm. off the title track. Like it's been everything. A more un- uh, unknown dude. This dude named Elevator J from Mecklenburg County in the Carolinas. He feels like home. He he. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, he feels like home. Um, my boy uh, Milan Cradle. He's come out with some dope and like deep and like great sounding tracks. Um, there's also been this really cool one of the favorite things I've been uh, I've appreciated sending to people is by this dude named Budgie and he got this mm. track this instrumental track called Holy Go Zone mm. and it's like all these like super rare gospel gems that he like flipped as samples mm-hmm. and made it into like these really dope instrumentals and that joint is so dope like that's been on like repeat a bunch throughout the first part of this year um and then there's also just been like older, there's been like, oh, um, there's been like other like more inspirational music. So Todd Delaney's album has been life mm-hmm. to me. His uh, live album, I think in Africa, um, has been really dope for me. That's been helpful. Yeah, yeah, to mm-hmm. Africa with love. Okay. Um, and then some All Sons and Daughters. That's mm-hmm. kind of some That's some of the highlights. I'm, I'm very eclectic with my music taste. Yeah. We like eclectic music taste on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Shout so, out to Selection. So my list has been, I just grabbed some songs that are like, right now, this is what I need. Um, Enough by Aisha Badru. Um, just to remind myself, like, even with promoting music, um, black music through resilience, it's still a, a small piece of a puzzle to building resilient communities. And so... I mean, music education plays a role, but so does music performance, so does mm. visual art, so does, you know, different forms of creative and performing arts like dance, as well as like public policy or like mm-hmm. different political spaces. Like there are so many different ways that we can address um, economic development, workforce development, like that we can address building stronger black communities. But um, yeah, I like Aisha Badru's song enough just because, yeah, it reminds me like what I am doing is enough and I don't have to try to like overcompensate or like get all extra jealous with people on like Instagram and mm-hmm. feel like I'm I'm not doing enough. Um Ancient of Days by Call Out Music just remind me like you know who you are. This is not your platform. This is not your brand, but this is this is Christ and um yeah, it, it, every every tongue will confess even if I don't confess like who who is Lord like everything else in creation will. Um and so I need to be wise and um have integrity about how I'm using um, building this business and, and using the platform of social and promoting social soundtrack. Amen. Um, yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't okay, see, see my little quicken right now. Um, She's gonna throw a Baptist. Look, look, my mama grew up in like old school Baptist, and my daddy grew up Church of Koch USA, Church of Christ Holiness. <laughs> So what's in there? The songs are reaching to my person. She's gonna pull out a church fan. <laughs> I got a fan. I got a tambourine. With a random black fan man. The, the funeral parlor on the back. Come on now. Um, all right. Reality check by No Name. That's still an older one, but still a classic. Yeah. Don't don't dim the light inside of you. Like oh my gosh, yo, did you see us the movie? Mm-hmm. I got so hyped when uh, I don't know if you caught it. Wait. Um, when old girl, the little girl, when she went to bed, they she put on her headphones and the song oh, that was playing yeah. was reality mm-hmm. check. Yeah, and yep. I was the whole hype for the movie. Like, yeah, yeah, I do. Remember I looked that. around I to like, see if anybody else caught it and nobody yeah. did. I was like, 
was like, mm-hmm. right, whatever. I was like, okay. I was okay. Go see us if you haven't. It's really not that scary, y'all. It'll make you think. Um, Lord is coming by her. Mm. That one's just mm. whew, a good one to take a breather too. Soulmate by Lizzo, because sometimes I just, yo, <laughs> Lizzo gets me there. Looked yeah. up in the mirror like, damn, she the one. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lizzo. I am my soulmate. That's how. I mean, we're trying. Yeah. Lord. That joint remind me of it's um that joint remind me of this song that came out years ago by Jamila Woods, uh, mm. Holy. Oh, and I've yeah. written I've written so much about Holy. I wrote on one of my old platforms about Holy. Give me today. Oh my, my gosh. Yeah. I remember uh one of this like this one of my collegiate ministries college listservs that I'm on like asked about oh like what songs do y'all know about self love, and that's the only mm. one I can think of. Like I'm not lonely. I'm, I'm alone. alone and I'm holy by my own. by my own. You know what I'm saying yeah. like. So profound. Uh, so I mean, that we, almost made the list. You feel me? Like, yeah. So Tamala Woods, no list. name. Like all of them are like doing such profound. Shout work. out to Chicago. Never lived there, but y'all are doing some <laughs> great things. <laughs> I visited. <laughs> I visited. Um, and then the last one I put down on the list is Emily King. Can't hold me now. Even though, um, so my roommate and I. Well, I can give her a shout out because we just naming names of people. So Joya, hey, hey, girl. Um, <laughs> we went to see. Um, Emily King in concert at 930 Club last month and she was like I think this song means something else (laughs) but on the surface level of you can't hold me now only I can do that just not putting all your dependency in other people is what I gained from it Um, and so that I still like the song but yeah Joya got me (laughs) listening to the lyrics and I'm like oh don't get caught up well our pastor and wife were there I know I saw it. It was a whole ARC get together. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Also, shout out to Joya trying to hide her crop top because she was like, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put y'all on blast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we will combine that into a playlist. It will be on Spotify. And y'all can listen to the songs that are keeping mm-hmm. us healers, creatives, social oh, justice warriors yeah. grounded. Two yeah, more late editions. Tierra Whack, of course. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Like thinking about what it Shout needs to be. Shout out to like. just weirdo Yo. black girls. I <laughs> her and Issa. Like Yo. I see y'all because y'all see me. And mm-hmm. I appreciate y'all so much. Yes. Just Tierra yeah. Whack. She has to be added to that list in terms mm-hmm. of refueling as a creative, refueling Yo. as like just like everything. And then there's this other group, real that's real low key. Their name is We Will Worship. Yo. You know who we will worship? Yeah, I know about South African band. Yeah. Yahweh? Well, yeah. it's Y-H-W-H. Have you heard? You seen? You heard they new? They new new? I'm still listening to like the 2015. See? Uh-huh. You didn't even know they came out a new joint. Look up Mvini. I hope I know I probably slaughtered the mispronunciation. But we M-B-I black folks. And I, <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce know, nothing. And it's resting you in parentheses. So. Oh, okay. So, yeah, exactly. That's easy. Check them Girl, out too. That's going, yeah. We'll add so that. Put that on the playlist. Cool. So like where can folks follow you listen mm-hmm. i'll give out my handles too you of course you can stop, follow social soundtrack um on the twitter social sound pod mm-hmm. you can follow me lissandra janae on both twitter and instagram and then i started a little facebook page too um just for like social soundtrack you can like it or not look i got a love-hate relationship with facebook <laughs> but i've been right. checking my website and the majority of the yeah, traffic is coming from oh, Facebook snap. with all social justice or social platforms. I'm like, dang, oh, dang. I've been guess I gotta on keep Facebook. it. <sighs> I'll get there. 
but yeah, Insta- you can follow Instagram, Twitter, Lysandra Janae. Um, yeah, I tweet about Jesus and music and sometimes awkward, just ratchet stuff. Um, <laughs> I tweet a lot about Issa Rae. Not right now because she's abandoning me until 2020, but whatever, live your life and I'll just, you know, mm-hmm. be productive this year. Um, yes, a lot about social justice and like anti-domestic sexual violence stuff. So yeah, follow. Yeah. Um, and then for me, I can be followed on Instagram at Rhythm and Redemption. Um, and then definitely go check out the podcast, Commuters Communion. Commuters, Commuters Communion. Hey, hey. <laughs> go check out the podcast, Commuters Communion. Um, subscribe, rate, and review, as well as share. Fix it to go play. Yeah, do that else. for this one too. <laughs> I'm just like, y'all, listen. Like, low key though, I don't know if I ever told you this. Kelly from Insecure inspired me to start a podcast. It was season one of Insecure, if y'all know, season finale, they're in Malibu. And Kelly is just saying some foolishness, as usual, to Issa. And Issa's like, do you listen to yourself? And she's like, all the time, I got a podcast. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, I should start a podcast. And it was going to be some ratchet stuff. Like it was gonna be called like Petty and Saved or something, but then Truth's Table came out, and so my friend and I we were like, let's not oh. do Petty and Saved. Truth's Table is doing handling what we were gonna talk about yeah. so much better. I so, think Kevin on stage got a uh, podcast called Petty and Saved or something really? too. I think so. He stole my idea. Yeah, man, that's what happened. It's but no, fine. you got you got, you got we got social soundtrack, and yeah. I keep it less way less petty on here. <laughs> so praise God for that because. Who knows? I wouldn't have a filter. Oh, it's yeah. righteous and ratchet. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, the I'm not. I'm, I'm, I was talking about ratchetness, but I'm not that ratchet. Not I'm just, I'm just petty a little, and save. A little, I'm just a little side of shade. A little side of shade. Yeah. That's great. But shameless plugs. Uh, one more church announcement. As I said, uh, Soul Care Saturday and Soul mm. Care Sunday are happening in Washington D.C. area. You can check. Um, Register for Soul Care Saturday, June 8th. It'll be 2 to 4 in the Petworth Northwest area. Um, you can register for that on Eventbrite. If you know me personally, you can reach out about the Soul Care Sunday because that's at a friend's house. It's at the Ani Boulez. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so everybody can come to that one. But register is just $40, which is like really not much for all you're getting. Um, I'm also going to feed you. I'm a caterer mm. on the side. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Folks gonna get snacks. Well, snacks on Saturday, um, a whole lunch on Sunday. So, yeah, 